0: All right, welcome back, Hills and Twos. No idea what episode we're on. I'm Tim. This is not Shay, as you can see. No Shay today. Uh, Shay raced in Indiana this morning, so he gets back tonight. Um, Good job, Shay. So yeah, we got. Never mind. We had DNF. Um, Okay. Shay's been been sick all week. Okay. (laughs) Shay's been sick all week. Um, So I I didn't know if he was gonna race. I didn't think he was gonna race honestly, but. he, like, couldn't breathe at all.
1: Okay, well, good effort then. Tough.
0: Yeah, you got out there. You gritted it out. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I'm sitting, I guess, not to the Spotify listeners. Sitting next to Drew Hunter right now. Thanks for coming in, dude. Glad so yeah, to be here. We were just saying, what? So, this is the second in-person one we've done. We filmed one with our other roommate, Parker. Mm-hmm. That was just so awkward because it was just the three roommates just sitting there. And we are like, what are we going to talk about? We do this all day, every day. Yeah. Unusable. So, that one never came out. Um, so, yeah, second in-person one. Um, the first in-person one and the only in-person one was Sal's. Oh, he was, kill him. Uh, I was yeah. talking about Penn, which will bring us to the first listener question
1: that we have. All right, let's hear it.
0: And I got to show you the wording of it. And I think they got the event wrong,
1: but... Okay.
0: Let's find this here. Who really won that DMR at Penn? Uh, and there really is in all caps.
1: Okay. Well... Obviously I really won the DMR there. <laughs> he had a 9 second lead and he had the inside lane with when we started kicking with you know 60 meters to go or whatever. So I really won because I had to do a lot more work than he did. So Were you but, surprised when he let you back in it? Were you like what is this guy doing right now? Well there was two strategies, right? It was okay, I run as hard as I possibly can and I outrun Drew or I know that Drew has to run all out from the beginning and I save a kick knowing Drew won't. I think the problem is is Jack's only mistake is he kind of did wishy-washy. Yeah, he didn't fully commit exactly. right away. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz he went out hard but then he slowed up. Yeah, yeah. So if I was him, I would have committed to one or the other, like been like, "Okay, I'm going to just start running, you know, 64s, let Drew catch me and then know that I have a, you know, a great kick cuz I mean Jack was obviously A very, very good runner. Yeah, I mean, aside from you, he was the best dude in that race. exactly. So I think, like, that's the strategy that, you know, he could have done. Or try to run, you know, 403, 402, which he was capable of. And, you know, just I wouldn't have enough real estate to catch him. So, but, I mean, you know, it was... It was, uh, that's like the most brought up race. I'm that sure. How often are you asked about know, that? All the time. How often do you go on YouTube
0: and like the yeah. greatest comeback ever yeah. is
1: the first video right there? Yeah, that's, um, that race is, I think, brought up the most when people like think of, you know, races I've been a part of, which makes sense. I yeah. mean, it's like a, it's a, you know, it's a relay, it's a team race, yeah, and it's and pen relays. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. you kind of check all the boxes there. Yeah. Um. So
0: awesome. So what are you doing in uh in DC what brings you here?
1: Yeah, I have um so I just finished up my season in Europe. I had five races uh over, actually I had four races. I paced a race. So I was in five races. Um and yeah, I just finished up my season and I kind of have now some, you know, just sponsorship stuff that I got to do uh which I actually like doing, so it's not it's not like yeah, a, I have to, do, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm doing a community run event. So Tim and Ali, we drop some shoes. And we have some new shoes coming out. Awesome. And they're at this running store, at Pacers. that We have a great relationship with. So I'm going to kind of like do a little group run with people, just meet some people, show people the shoes. So yeah, and I, any chance I get to come back to DC, I, I like to because I'm from not. Yeah, well, so you. How there.
0: far away are you? You're from what Loudon Valley? Right? Yeah, so okay. I'm from
1: like Loudon County, Virginia, oh, yeah. and are I you, went to Loudoun Valley High School. We just um,
0: long ran there. Oh, um, really? Not this past weekend. The weekend before, okay. we just hit some dirt roads over there. Couldn't yeah. tell you the name. There was like some little elementary school. It's the only thing we actually passed. And there's some old like little town. I have yeah. no idea. Like, yeah. super old town. Still had the like thirteen colonies flags up. We said the news hadn't gotten there yet. Yeah, because <laughs> it looks so old.
1: But that, that's that's my neck of the woods, man. Yeah. Um, so I yeah I'm like an hour outside of D.C. basically, and. Uh, yeah, it's exactly how you described it, like dirt roads. I mean, it's beautiful, like it's a great yeah. place. I, I love oh, going up there. It was so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um so but yeah, it's always nice to come back to DC because it does feel like, you know, just even very familiar, just flying in, like either to Dulles or Reagan yeah, and yeah. you know, seeing the monuments and just it's it's just good to be back. Yeah. You got in today? Yep. Got in not awesome. too long ago. Came straight here, straight to the Pro- podcast. That's <laughs> commitment. Oh, that's a, commitment. <laughs> that's a level of dedication
0: right there. Yeah. Um so you know, kind of building off this this last season because you had a good year. Mm-hmm. You know, what is what are your thoughts on this past year and,
1: and what does the future look like for you in that sense? Yeah, it was an interesting year for me. I uh, I felt like the end of the year kind of like salvaged what I thought was a very like mediocre season. And, I, you know, if I were to give myself a grade, it was probably like a B minus, B. Um, it was passing. Um, like I ran personal bests in the 1500 and mile and, you know, won some races, which is always good and hard to do at the pro level. Uh, but you know, I didn't make a world team. I didn't, um, run the world standard until after, uh, you know, USA, uh, you know, USA period was over. So I definitely felt like I kind of missed out and I didn't run a good 5k, um, this year I had some weird, you know, long COVID sickness stuff that I was kind of battling through. But, uh, I felt like towards the end of the year, you know, I kind of, uh, had some good performances I was proud of. So, um, but what it means for going forward is just, you know, I'm, I feel like the big, the big goal for me is kind of deciding what I want to do the next two years. Um, obviously with, you know, world championships in Budapest next year, and then Paris after that, um, I kind of got to commit to an event, whether it's a 15 or five, I've been very like mediocre to good in both of them. So it's kind of hard. Um, you have to kind of take your pick with, you know, racing the 1500 guys and, trying to beat cooper cole yeah you know centro or grant fisher who just ran twelve forty five in the (laughs) 5k so (laughs) it's a tough task to look up at (laughs) Uh, so i'm just kind of you know i'm taking a break right now and resetting but for next year i'm just kind of uh trying to figure out what i want to do awesome so i mean yeah it's i was going to ask
0: it's either that that 15 or that 5k kind of commitment you see a lot of like people who grew up as milers yeah um Kind of got to make that decision at one point or another. So it's always an interesting yeah. career path to see which way people go. Like, there's the Centro debate on like, is Centro going to do it? Should he do it? I mean, yeah. that one five K he ran, <laughs> yeah. like, shows that he should do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that which is crazy. But then there's other guys like, like Robbie Andrews I know pretty well. Like Robbie's never going to run the five K. No, that is never happening. <laughs> like, <And> Robbie will <laughs> like, not run five K. He's an eight guy that moved up. That's yeah. not happening. So it's always interesting to see like a. You know, a, a former milers, like, career trajectory and career path on whether they do that or not. Yeah. So we'll get into some uh, some listener questions to get going. Um, as usual, there's some of the dumb ones, incredibly <laughs> dumb ones.
1: Um, someone wants to know your guilty pleasure. My guilty pleasure? Yeah. Um, I – and I don't do it ex- – like, I really, really try to, like, not do it during the season or anything like that, but, like, I – love, like, just a glass of really nice red wine. And, like, I don't really drink a lot, but, like, when I do, I like to have, like, good wine. Um, So I'd say probably that at the end of the year. Any specific kind of red wine in your region you're a fan of? Big Um, Vineyard Guy? Yeah, like, anything, like, uh, Cab Sabs from Napa Valley. That's kind of, like, my... If I have to gravitate towards something, it's yeah. it's that. Um, but yeah, Lats like run's
0: gonna get pissed. You're talking about drinking now. Bro. Who? run. It's gonna get really mad. you <laughs> talking about drinking, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> they were pissed that
0: Cooper mentioned drinking.
1: Really? Was, oh my god, that's so funny. It's brutal. Yeah. Um, but I don't do it uh, a lot, so um, they can't get that mad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They'll find a way to get mad. <laughs> yeah, they will. Um, yeah, according to a lot of old guys on
0: Let's Run, I have a lot of growing up to do. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the 65 year old men <laughs> in your mom's basement. Um, okay, who's your favorite tenant in your house of all time? And also, I mean, that that's was good. a listener question. That that's was a, Joe, question. Joe asked that one. Um, but how many people have you had collectively? stay at your house for, like, an extended period of time.
1: Well, we call it Hotel Hunter. It's <laughs> pretty funny. It's just, like, uh there's just, like, a revolving door. I don't... Maybe I should even say this up on the podcast. <laughs> I don't think I've ever locked that door. Like... <laughs> we don't either. You know, like, like, and not for... I mean, obviously, Boulder's a very safe area. Like, you're fine. Nothing bad's gonna yeah, happen, just but... Just people coming in and people, out all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. I always say, like, you're not a good friend of mine if you have to knock on the door. Yeah. Like, that's disrespectful. Yeah, so, absolutely. um yeah, but I... uh I've going back to this favorite tenant. Um, that's that's a hard question. You're gonna make a lot of enemies right now based on this answer. I mean, like when I think a favorite tenant, I think of like really tidy, really like
0: <laughs> Doing know, the dishes. Yeah, it's <laughs> like do the dishes.
1: Um, I'd say Max, who's our media yeah. guy. Okay, manipulate. how do you pronounce his last name?
0: <laughs> I you know up. I know how to do it because it's Max my, Mcnerney. Yeah, okay, because my last name's Mcnerney. I'm only saw missing your... the letter, but that's what makes my
1: Mac. No, I Nick. saw your name and I was like, I almost texted Max and I was like, I just found your brother. <laughs> we're mean?
0: definitely related somewhere yeah, hundreds yeah, of years ago, yeah, but yeah, somehow no. the one, the couple letters got, yeah, misspelled it. He's M C N makes it Mick, and my M C I makes it Mac. Yeah, I always think that's funny when I see you guys like post stuff. I'm like, oh damn, yeah, it's funny.
1: But yeah, I'd say Max is like, he's like the least controversial person, so like he's not going to be messy. He's like a great person to have a conversation with, um, and he's like my best friend. So it's just kind of like, yeah. Works out great. And he always yeah. pays on time. That's so, that's, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's huge. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, okay, I think this is a really good question um, that someone asked. Do you ever feel like a victim of your own success, kind of due to all the attention and pressure that you had being so successful in high school and going
1: professional out of high school? Absolutely. I mean, I think we all kind of uh, fall into the comparison trap. Um, I was very you know i ran you know national class times all throughout high school but then i broke you know a national record yeah. and uh you kind of expect that to carry over to college you know running collegiate records or winning ncaa titles and then after college you kind of expect it to be like okay now i'm winning usa championships and you know, breaking American records. And that has not at all been my career trajectory. Um, and I've had successes, you know, I've had things I've been really proud of and like great races at the pro level. But um, it it definitely has felt like uh, not, I haven't run as nearly as well as I did compared to in high school. Um, and, you know, it's not for lack of effort or anything. I I feel like I used to be more upset by it, but now I kind of just really try to, Hone in on being the best runner I can be every day, and then the results at the end of end of the season or the day is you know I can I can live with those. Yeah. Um, like I was really proud of this year just because like I knew you know my coaches knew my teammates knew you know all the little setbacks I had and I yeah. kept going kept pushing and ended up running PRs and you know I'm not where I want to be I'm not you know a under I haven't run under three thirty in the fifteen hundred I haven't run under thirteen minutes in the five k but I do feel like I'm kind of winning the you know, little battles every day.
0: Yeah. And as long as you know, you know, I feel like that's the most important thing. Like, as long mm-hmm. as you can look in the mirror, everyone's going to have their expectations. You're going to have the shit posters on Let's Run. Yeah. You're going to have like people yeah. who don't understand, but as long as you know what you're doing and only, you can only control yourself, you can't yeah. control, I feel like all those outside pressures and those. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, no. And it's, it's definitely like, I don't know if you still love it and are having fun doing it. It's, that's pretty much all you can ask for. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Um, okay, why can't you beat Sam Parsons in any European 1500s?
1: <laughs> I'm guessing Sam Parsons, Sam asked Parsons that. did ask yeah. that question. Yeah, so a little backstory. A few years ago, um, I was over in Europe with Sam, and my agent last second was like, Drew, I got you into this loaded Barcelona 1500. You got to fly there. I was planning on going to Italy and running 1500 against Sam. Um. And I was like, sweet, like, let's do it. I think, like, Suleiman was in it. Like, it was like, it, you know, Ray was like, okay, it's going to be, like, low 330 race. And get over to Barcelona. Sam is in the, you know, the JV 1500 JV. I was in before yeah. in some race in Italy. And I just had, like, a really bad race. Um, I was, like, out the back. It was a huge field. And I ran, like, 338, like, three or something. And Sam, in Italy, had the best time, like, the race was on the beach. That's good. It was like, <laughs> That's nice. he had like, they had like the bu- the best buffet. They had like bottomless wine after the race. Like it was like, you know, <laughs> it lovely. was, it was a lovely race. And I was like <laughs> by myself in Barcelona, like, you know, nothing was open all day. Cause people party, you know, yeah, like all yeah. night in Barcelona. And so I couldn't even get like a good lunch or anything like, and Sam ran like 338 too. Uh. And so it was kind of just like a joke cuz like I was debating whether to go or not and um and then again this year same thing happened I'm in Padua 1500 in Italy and he goes to Berlin and runs before uh, yeah, me, yeah, yeah. and runs uh, yeah. three thirty six two, and <laughs> I ran three thirty six three. So um, yeah, and so that's kind of been the theme. Um, but he's just dodging. Yeah, that's me what it sounds like. It sounds yeah. like he's scared. Um, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. So that's
0: our clickbait. The Sam Parsons is scared of your honor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's better than anything that came out of the Cooper Tier. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: okay. Uh, Post running life plans. Um. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of things that I feel like I'm really interested. Someone asked me at Sound Running, like, if you weren't running right now, what would you be doing? And I, for those who don't know, I just got married. I was um, just going to ring that out. Yeah, say, yeah, um, a- got some new bling. And I, uh, my wife and I always talk about, like, we love the idea of opening up, like, like a luxury bed, bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, that's just, like, b- kind of both of our interests like I'm interested in real estate type stuff like buying land building something that's our own and she's like everything she touches she can make like beautiful so like more of like the interior Mm -hmm. design part of it and um and like we both just love like good food and you know like that idea is like something that I think I would like to explore um so maybe something along those lines uh I'm definitely interested in seeing, you know, like starting with maybe like having a few Airbnbs and then like having, you know, like an inn or something like yeah. that. So I just really like the idea of like hospitality or something, awesome. something along those yeah. lines.
0: Well, there's like 15 Airbnbs up for sale. Not Airbnbs, uh, B&Bs for sale where I live. So I right. want a nice
1: little spot on the beach. Perfect. Uh, if you got five million
0: in the bank right <laughs> there. <laughs> there you can. I don't have that. <laughs> at minimum. <Yeah. laughs> I get yeah. some of them. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll go with our, our last listener question. From the world-renowned Joe Hale. what is your favorite religion? <laughs> what the fuck? Religion? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to answer that. Uh, uh, I'm a Catholic, <laughs> so probably that. Same, bro. <laughs> yeah, nice. Sweet. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we'll go with the real last one. Favorite junk food that isn't red wine.
1: <laughs> um, favorite junk food. Um, that's a good question. I it, it cycles. I right now, and I don't even know if this would be considered junk food, but like I just got back from Italy, and like I've been having like. Like just like a chocolate croissant, like every <laughs> single day, and it's definitely not good for me right now. You're like, like the the kid not, that went abroad for a semester exactly, and comes back yeah. and it's just like, he's like, like, I'm a. They chain- pronounce it mozzarella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that person. Um, so I'd say that right now, but it it ebbs and flows. Like sometimes I'll be in like a, uh, you know, a pint of ice cream every night phase and then just it, it so right now i'd say like i'm just having way too many pastries so, so. that's
0: not a bad problem yeah uh, yeah a yeah.
1: couple good dc
0: spots i know a yeah a bunch of good dc friends. my roommate I'm probably downstairs right now no idea where he is yeah. i see him once a week um he's from france <laughs> okay um, nice. but okay so as far to my knowledge the tin man team adidas deals up after paris right yeah okay what, what are you guys thinking as much as you can say. I know that's a sensitive... Oh, no. Scenario.
1: I mean, I think we obviously love, you know, our partnership with Adidas, and we obviously love to continue that, but that's kind of out of my hands. Um, we want, you know, at Tim and I lead our mission has always been, like, to have amazing, world-class athletes, and then also have, like, you know, world-class people and people that care about running, want to make running a better place, want to make, you know, the sport more fun, um, you know, and, and I think that we would like to continue that after 2024. Um, I don't know what it looks like. Uh, I think a lot of us have talked like with 2028 being in LA, that would be a great place. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. would be a great, you know, it'd be cool to get four more years of this and yeah. see if we can do, do that. But You know, right now, I think we're so focused on the next two years. Gosh, I sound like a politician. Um, (laughs) I just want to help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus on the next two years and see, like, you know, how good we can make the team. But obviously, I feel like, you know, the running world without a Tim Elite would be a little... there there wouldn't be there wouldn't be as much drama and excitement. It'd be a going little on. dull, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. you
0: guys you guys changed the whole running content mm-hmm. genre, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah. What like what do you think about that? Is it everything you wanted it to be? I mean, yeah. It, it came with a lot of harsh criticism from a bunch of nobodies that don't know what they're talking about, mm. as it always will. But yeah. like you know, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, you changed it. It's now going in a, a just a complete just. I don't. I don't even know upward trajectory right now. And yep. what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on the current state? You know what it can be.
1: Yeah, I think it. it just depends on who you're asking. I. I mean, for me, it's been amazing to see. Uh, like I'll. I'll never forget. Like, you know, when we started to create Tim and Elite and our first, we sold like 30 T-shirts. I mean, these were t- like cotton tees with Larry logo on it. So and
0: like, like one right there I got for you. Here, yeah. Luke, throw that over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw that white shirt
1: over here. Let's see it.
0: There you go. Here's your cotton tee with a little chest um,
1: logo. Oh, yeah, this Tin Man logo right here. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's that's funny. Yeah, um, those are the best tees. Oh, they're yeah, great. Yeah. My family has a t-shirt job. So, oh, nice. <laughs> <that's>, oh, <laughs> so those yeah. are, I'll take what I can get Okay. Here. Yeah, but yeah, I think um, that part of like the sport was so amazing for me is like showing up to races and looking in the stands and seeing Tim and Elite gear. Like kids are wearing that's something you created. Like that's people yeah. you don't know, I mean. and that's not like that doesn't happen in our sport. Yeah, you know, like know. you it's have a like version show,
0: of like the stop pre shit. Exactly. Like you yeah. you
1: you go to a you know a any other sporting event and you have a million you know LeBron jerseys yeah. or like Damian Lillard, Lillard jerseys, like whatever it may be, and like. That's not something that you see in track and field. And so to show up to races and have like a mob of people come up to us is like, I mean, it makes what we're doing like very, very meaningful and fulfilling. Um, But then, you know, the flip side of the coin is like having a camera in your face all the time is hard. Like having, you know, so like, because you have to share the parts that you don't want to share. You know, I've had a kind of a bad last few years. Like running hasn't been great for me. It's been okay. (laughs) But like... If we have to be authentic, we have to share that, and we have yeah. to show, you know, the, you to be vulnerable. Yeah, you know, people. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, you know, it comes, it, it comes, you know, with the territory. But like, there's, it's been very, very cool. But it's also cool to see like big brands and other people in the sport like using the Tin Man method yeah. and showing like, oh, I mean, like this is how you go. It's the now sport. the
0: direction of wh- where everyone's going. It's like you wouldn't like new gen wouldn't exist yeah. without Tin Man. Yeah. Well, I doubt that Shay and I would be doing this without some Tin Man influence. Like yeah. all these coffee club, I mm-hmm. doubt that exists without Tin Man. Because like yeah. you guys laid out that blueprint to like, look, this is how you guys can yeah. have success, build your own, I guess I hate saying that, but personal brand. Yeah, You know, so they can like, I'm sure Morgan next contract is going to make a lot more money yeah. because of what he does outside of just running now. He's a personality yeah. now. Everyone loves Morgan McDonald. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> like,
1: and that's an important part because like, you want uh, you want high school kids and college kids and you know any anyone or you know, even younger than that like to look up to someone and say like oh I see, you know something that, a little bit of me in that person yeah. and they're they've run under thirteen minutes in the five k yeah, exactly. but they're just like like Morgan McDonald like he's a goofball yeah. but he is. One of the best runners in the he world. He
0: normalizes yeah, it a little bit. He makes yeah. it connectable. You're, but you're, you're weird with high school cross country kids yeah, in the yeah. locker room <laughs> are like, oh my god, he's like me. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Whereas like Grant, for example, you don't see that side mm-hmm. of him. They don't have cameras there. Yeah. it's a, it's very yeah. Like Bowerman stuff is just, you know, like Courtney White pictures, which are great. I yeah, mean, beautiful yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you don't yeah. see that raw side of them and, yeah. and it, it doesn't human... Like, I think the Shelby stuff would have gone, and we don't mm. have to talk about that because that's radioactive, but <laughs> it would have gone a lot differently. I think the public opinion would have yeah. maybe been on her side more yeah. if they were a more personable group of people. Yeah. And I that's mean, not it's the same thing about them as people, but yeah. just their, their media strategy.
1: No, totally. And it's, it you know, it, it, it's so interesting because, like, you know, the Bowerman team has. In terms of performance, the best stories to tell. Yeah, like you have Grant Fisher who like just ran twelve forty five. Like I mean, I've been the camera in Grant's face this whole year. They better be working on something I, like, right now. I mean, I mean, yeah, like twelve. Uh, it blows my mind. Like yeah. twelve, they're thirteen forty five is a good five k time, and yeah. that's a minute slower than I, what Grant just ran. Crazy. Um, so yeah, you know, I I do hope that we get to see a glimpse because, like, I know Grant. Grant's a friend of mine, and Grant is like like, grade A, dude. Like, yeah. he is I've such only a good, heard good Yeah, like, he is him. such yeah. a good guy. And I'm like, people need to know. Like, but he's also very normal. Like, yeah. he, you know, like, he's... Right now, he's in Europe vacationing with Centro and so Mark yeah, Scott. Yeah, you know, so well so They, like, like,
0: went out last night. He's yeah. not a robot. No, exactly. Like, and people yeah. need to see that to yeah. make it relatable to me. Like, yeah. in terms of that growing the sport hashtag, good for the sport yeah. argument. Like, yeah. you need to see stuff like that. And I think, like I said, I think you guys laid out the blueprint as to how to do that. How yeah. did that... Because I know you guys have talked about the formation of, of Tin Man as a team, but how did that content kind of model? Like, who who pushed that? Where did that come from?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of it was... Uh, so, just to go back a little bit earlier to, you know, kind of the ideas, me, Sam Reed, and Tyler Mueller, who's not on the team anymore, but ran with us for a little I remember, bit. I remember yeah. that, yeah. Um, we kind of just started... We just wanted something to represent. We'd show up to these pro races, and we'd be training together. We were, you know, like best friends. Like, but we were kind of like, okay, like, what do we represent that shows like our unity together? Yeah. Um, and so we kind of start to, to you know work on a logo and work on you know like, okay, can we make some merch? Can we make you know, can we do a group run after a race and you know get some people you know get to know some people and and then all of a sudden we just saw like a how, like I mentioned earlier, how fulfilling it was for all of us where we would show up to races and we'd actually have people that rooting for us, yeah. you know, like it, cool. I, it, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, it was like, oh, we can actually turn this into a business. I think yeah. all of us are very like entrepreneurial minded yep. um like and i didn't guys go got to college
0: a freaking adidas
1: shoe now yeah you know? exactly uh. so i think all of us kind of were like man like we can do something with this yeah. outside of you know okay i got a running contract i'm gonna run until that contract's up i'm gonna see how fast i can run and then i'm gonna peace out and get a normal nine to five job and it was yeah. like no like let's what can we do can we have a camp one day can we you know have like a woman's team one day can we do have all these different things and i think uh that kind of that snowball, that excitement of yeah. new ideas started to come. And, and then of course, like, uh, you know, we have so grateful that like it all kind of worked out where, um, you know, Sam always kind of envisioned all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. he loves like the marketing. He loves like the storytelling. Yeah. Max, my best friend picked up a camera and learned how to make amazing videos. You know, like he now, like Max is going to be the his, most sought after production. Is, yeah. It is incredible. Yeah. And exactly. And so like, We had that going for us. And then Reed was a journalism major and was able to, you know, really captivate people with his words. Mm -hmm. And, and so we kind of had all these pieces that kind of fell into place. And then, you know, all of a sudden it was like people want, I mean, that's what I always tell people like track and field, like wants like people doing stuff because like it's, you know there's so many people that run, there's so many people that want to cling to something, but they just didn't. It's like, like you just said, like, you know, there was the Oregon project and there was, you know, some of the villains on that team and like, there was some, you know, cool, some cool things, but it was like, you didn't know enough. You didn't actually, you couldn't actually connect with those people. Yeah. Um, Just give you
0: storylines with no substance. It was just, you know, rumor based. Exactly.
1: And, and I think, you know, we just kind of were like, let's tell people what it's like to, you know, be a professional runner and let's tell people what it's like to you know, show up to Europe and run races. Let's tell people what it's like to uh, train in Boulder, Colorado. And and all of a sudden we were like, wait, people actually want it. That was something the sport was
0: missing and still even is missing. Mm -hmm. Even like my dad before every episode, he's like,
1: ask them like, what do
0: they do in their free time? Like no one knows what a pro runner does with their life outside of pro running. Like I asked Cooper, he's like, bro, it's boring. (laughs) I just sit here. (laughs) It sucks. Yeah. Like so, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Just showing people your everyday, yeah. you know, stuff. Uh, I don't know. I think it goes a long way for in, sure in yeah. terms of building yourself up, but also building the rest of the sport up. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we have a segment. Um. It's called questions from our moms. So today we'll just be questions from my mom. Perfect. Um, which is just fancy for my mom does a deep dive internet stalk on you <laughs> and comes up with a question. Um. Where is it? I'm interested to see what this will be. I know. It's a very good question. She does her she does her research. Nice. She's all good. She's pulled stuff out on people and people are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, how'd you know that? Uh. Um, there we go. Sorry. Okay. So my mom would like to begin with saying, congratulations on getting married. Um,
1: Thank you. She said, moms love that.
0: I think this is one of your more recent Instagram posts where you said, uh, love is the best of me. Do you think that having a strong relationship with your mom as she's your coach has shaped
1: your views on uh, balancing a successful running career and personal life? Wow, that's a great question. That's a mom question, that right is, there. That is sure. a mom question. Yeah, I mean, I I think you know, for me, uh, having my mom coach me is like, first off, it's very very hard. Mm-hmm. It's you're balancing two relationships. Yeah, yeah. Is it um, tough
0: to turn on that like turn off all the on time that mom and coach relationship?
1: And I think both myself and my mom would admit that is like there are times when we should be better about being mom and son. And then there should be times where we should be coach and athlete. And, um, but I think, you know, through like the last few years, like I have learned so much about myself and like, you know, it's like failing in front of your parents is like really, really hard thing to do. And like, I feel like I take that on even more now because my mom's my coach. And like when I run bad or, you know, have a bad race, it reflects like also on her. Um, and so I think like a, I feel like I have want to adopt more like responsibility and maturity in my running career and be like, okay, like you're not only representing yourself, but you're representing your family, Yeah. you know, my mom as my coach, but also as my mom. Yeah. Um, and, and you kind of have to, you know, carry, you wear all those hats. Um, but it's also like, you know, I'm the first to tell people on the camera, like, it's been hard. Like there's been times where, you know, we've had to like duke it out with each other and be like, you know, really get really upset. And, but at the end of the day, like it is cool because like you can come together and know that like your mom loves you unconditionally yeah, and yeah. you know, you can like really kind of like refocus and make the best in each other. And, and like, and that's, you know, that relationship I feel like does kind of carry over to The rest of my life where it's like it is like what I'm doing is very unique like I you know I think of like you know obviously like Jakob had his dad coach him but it's really rare that you have a mom yeah coaching you and leading the helm of a professional team so yeah
0: um what was that transition like from her perspective do you think Mm -hmm. you know how was that like I feel like you guys are probably pretty frequently asked about you know what the coaching change was like for you guys and I asked Sam that I asked Joey that so I won't beat the dead horse but yeah. For her, what was like like what was that like from you know your yeah. outside looking in?
1: It was not easy. Um, she got a lot of criticism from people, you know, she had a lot of people kind of tearing her down on the uh the fingerboards. Um and uh yeah, and I think like my mom was a world class high school coach. Like she coached, yeah. I presented like, your team yeah. with all of my heart. Yeah. yeah. You
0: guys were our fucking rivals Yeah. I got, I got
1: an elevator and I was like, oh.
0: <laughs> they're in here I was exactly like, exactly
1: so like but pro running is different you know it's a different time of the year it's a different system you're working with like adults yeah, um, yeah it's very like it's different and I think the thing that the hardest part for her was just having the confidence that she belonged and she could do it I think you know she had a little bit of imposter syndrome at first being like I'm surrounded by Jerry Schumacher and Dathan Ritzenheim. Yeah, and yeah. these guys were amazing runners themselves. They've already coached amazing pro runners. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I think all of us quickly reminded my mom, like, Hey, it's just coaching. You yeah. love coaching. Yeah. You can You're coach. here for a reason. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. Like, you know, when we went to the process of figuring out who we wanted to hire, like all the guys on the team were like, what about your mom? Yeah. It wasn't like me being like, Hey, guys, I'm gonna, yeah, I
0: feel like that's what people probably thought happened. Exactly. You were like, yeah. it's My
1: mom or nothing else. Yeah. And, no, yeah. I was literally like, Hey, this is like, uh, this is an option, but this is not like at all. Like I am totally open to other considerations or anyone else. So I think, you know, that was kind of, uh, but like I was going, like I was saying earlier, like the confidence of just being like for her showing up and being like, I prepared these guys best for this race. Yeah. And like, and now I think she has that. I mean, last year, like every guy on the team had a great year. Yeah. Like every guy PR'd mayor. I mean, from 1500 all the way up to marathon, like every single guy on our team that was healthy, like set PRs last year, like we're better than they were the year before. And and I think, you know, with those successes backing up what her training and backing up, you know, what, um, like what what we did last year, she's just gonna get more and more confident. Yeah, when are you guys getting an eight hundred guy on the team too? Man, I, I, I don't know. We'd love we'd love to have Got one. a couple but- years eligibility over here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. So we're gonna play a new game. This was Shay's idea. I wish Shay could have been here for this. There's one picture in specific that he wanted to use that I couldn't find that I know I saw the other day. Anyway. Yeah. Do you follow the no, or do you see the no context? Track account? Yes, okay. yeah, it's right. very so You know what post I'm talking about? Was, they posted one fairly recently. I think it was you, Tucker, and like... Is it Rupp or someone? Oh, a yes. Really yeah, old yeah, picture. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I couldn't find that one. Yeah. But I'm going to give you a couple pictures for the, you know, the video version. Uh, I'll, I'll pop the pictures on the screen. Yeah. And you're going to have to provide some context. Oh, okay. So just tell me what context. the fuck was happening and all yeah. of these. So this does is he, context. Did run the no context? I don't. Account. I don't. They like brushed me. I had a video with Rupp that was pretty funny and they kind of like brushed me off. But they yeah. ripped, <laughs> and I knew they were going to do it, they ripped part of a. The Cooper episode. Oh yeah, they yeah. Put it on right they had some gold in that. Yeah, so. there was. I was yeah. like, everything on here is gonna end up there. Yeah. Okay. So the first picture, <laughs> you guys, see it. Yeah. Drew and Mike Tyson. Yeah. Drew and Mike Tyson. What year was this? Do you um, any idea? That was
1: on the way to pre-classic my senior year in high school. Wow. And Mike Tyson asked me. He said, "Are you a runner? <laughs> How cool is that?" So I <laughs> that went up is to him. So cool. I went up to him because my dad was. We were in San Francisco airport, and. My dad goes, hey, that guy has the same face tattoo as Mike Tyson. <laughs> and then we, my dad looked and he's like, that is Mike Tyson. And I was like, oh my God. Like Mike Tyson's like famous, famous, yeah. you know? Like he's yeah. not like no, some boxer. That you, oh, like, the,
0: my Mike Tyson posters in my room. I was going to say, oh it, it yeah. might be right here right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like my dad was like, go get a photo with him. So I went over to uh, Mr. Tyson and was like, I'm sure I said that. I was such a dorky like cross country. Hello writing. sir. <laughs> Hello Mr. Tyson, can I have a photo with you? And I uh and I went up to him and he was so nice. Really? Like his security team was like like went up to me and they're like sir, like please leave leave me alone and he was like no, I want to talk to him. And so he went up to me and he was like, how are you doing? What's your name? And he was like, and, and he looked at my shirt and I had a cross country shirt on or something like you can see in the photo. And he's like, he's like, are you a runner? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to pre-classic, uh, this weekend. And he was like, oh, that's really cool. And he said like, my daughter's a runner or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got a photo with him and then everyone in the airport realized it was, it was Mike, Mike Tyson. Yeah. I was the first person that's and nice. they swarmed him and I was the only person who got a photo. His security team didn't let anyone else that's get it. Nice. So it was it was crazy, but yeah, that's like when people ask me who's the most famous person you've ever met, Mike I'm like Tyson. Mike Tyson. That's an easy yeah. answer.
0: I have a similar story, except with probably the least famous person I've ever met, yeah. who was a jerk. Um, how closely do you follow
1: basketball? Uh, you, I used you know, to follow it more
0: basketball. You know the ball family. Yes. Okay.
1: So oh, of course, we yeah. were
0: sitting in the airport last year. We're about to go to. JDL to run a DMR, yeah. which did not go well because we fell. Um, but we're going to JDL. We're in some – I don't know if we were in Reagan in D.C. We were in some airport. It might have been a layover or something. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people in, like, the Hornets G League teams <laughs> gear. So we're like, all right, that's funny. Like, G yeah. League guys, whatever. They're all, like, 5'11", yeah. never making it. Um, and then I'm there with our three guys my coach, and we're like, that's – Jello Ball, like the least <laughs> famous ball, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's Leangelo Ball. That's yeah. funny. And they're all sitting there at some table, airport, like the terminal where we are is empty. Like the gate is empty, so we're sitting there for a while, and we're just kind of hanging out. And I talk to the guys, talk to my coach. I'm like, I guess I'll ask him for it. like, I've you never know. I've had this like policy with myself. It's like, don't ask really famous people for pictures because they probably do it all the time. Yeah. They have a life to live. They're probably like, fuck this kid. I can yeah. take a picture, like. They're probably tired of it. I thought Leangelo Ball is well under the standard of fame in which, like, that's the kind of minor celebrity you ask for a picture, yeah, right? Yeah, right? I yeah. feel like that was fair. <laughs> and we're about to board, and it's, like, a tiny plane. Like, it, it is so <laughs> small. So we're about to board, and I'm like, yo, Joe, can I get a picture? And, like, three dudes. Like, he's with, like, eight dudes that are, like, Hornets trainer Or not Hornets, the G League team's trainers and yeah. stuff. Like, no, nah, we don't do that. And I was like... And he didn't even like look at me, and he just looked away. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?
1: Oh my god. You're gotcha. the G
0: League team, yeah, for the Hornets. You're you're Jello Ball. You're not Lonzo. You're not Melo. Yeah. You're you, you
1: need you're to be here. Ta- in you the need ball, to be family hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: this is good for you. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is great for you. Yeah. So he didn't do it, and then we have to get on the same plane, and the plane is tiny. And number first class. Can, no, so that was the best part. Oh. It's like he looked to try to sit in one and like someone said no or something. So we're sitting there. I got the exit row, which on that flight might as well have been first class. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. And there were like two seats open. I think I was sitting next to my coach and there were like two seats open in front of us. We were like, please sit here. Like, please yeah. sit down. He didn't. Uh, yeah. But he had to go sit in this like tiny, like uh, so He had to get past some like old lady and he's like squeezing. I'm like, that is karma coming to get you. we yeah. for not taking your jello ball. All right, buddy. You're only on the G League because your, your brothers are famous. Oh my God. That's so good. Okay, we got our second no context picture. So could you provide some context to the... 99 cents sunglasses picture. Oh, my gosh. That Where were was you
1: going in that fit? Is that a vest? Uh, yeah, is that that's a sweater vest. vest? Yeah, with a white bow tie. That is a
0: big tie. Yeah. That's a really big bow tie. That's...
1: <laughs> first off shout out to uh my high school friend Sam. um <laughs> this i haven't seen this photo in so long i i went deep to find yeah it. yeah um i think we were at like an overnight meet and uh-huh. we were all all the guys, guys were on the going team to dinner you were yeah. like let's get dressed up yeah we were like let's <laughs> get dressed up you know classic that's, so, high, that's high school right? yeah yeah so um and i was like i'm gonna stunt on everyone with a white bow tie and a vest so <laughs> sweater vest. yeah a now i sweater. look at that outfit i'm like yo man that's tough not yet, that was tough
0: yeah no one's got good outfits at a young age yeah. yeah okay
1: and our last no
0: context picture i'm more concerned about the location this one was taken in as it looks like it was taken in a bathroom shower <laughs> but that was the max. caption was
1: yeet <laughs> is that um, max yeah that's, so that's actually really funny that's max who does all of our media stuff uh-huh. and this was taken in an abandoned house <laughs> Not far from where I grew up. Like I, like I said, I kind of grew up in the sticks. I mean, you guys know if you run out there, yeah, yeah. and there was just an abandoned house, and it was in a bathroom of an abandoned house, and I'm that's not sure fun. why we decided to take a photo, but that's high school for you. That is that is yeah. high school for you. Yeah. Like, let's let's flick up right yeah, here. Yeah, me <laughs> yeah. Put on my backwards hat. You
0: got a bucket hat on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, we'll close out with one more game. Uh, it's just gonna require some thought here. We'll go. We haven't done this yet. Two truths and a lie. Okay. Okay. So think of yours. You have to go first. All right, let me think of mine. <laughs> and I came up with this. I probably should have thought of this ahead of time. Okay. I'm going to have to just to cut the pause right now. I want to make sure it's good so we don't fuck this up. I'm thinking um, of mine, too. I know. Okay. I got it. Okay. Okay. Do you have yours? Yeah. Okay. So my three are, I've never broken a bone. I, what was I going to say? I flipped in a car and I met Matthew McConaughey.
1: The lie is the broken bone. Yeah,
0: a full body cast for nine months. Yeah. That's so shattered yeah. my femur. Oh, gosh. Right here, That's so a bad one yeah. to break. I well, was not supposed to be able to run, though. So things kind of yeah. worked out well for me there. Yeah. yeah I was going to have Jeez. a weird gait when
1: I walked. Yeah. I was like, well, so I have questions about the other two then. Okay. yeah, <laughs> I assume
0: that was going to happen.
1: <laughs> Makane is one of my favorites, by the way. Texas. Yeah. yeah there, just he's just the
0: most Texas dude ever. When did
1: you, Where'd you meet him?
0: Uh, Texas visit.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. He was just there. He's their
0: minister of culture. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they bring you on the field for the football game. All right, all right, all right. It, it was literally like, yeah, he yeah, was like, yeah. He was just like looking at Texas or something like that, and I went to shake his hand. He was like this. He was like, shake my ear. He's like, best place on earth, man. And like, actually, like, yeah. I was in like, the, the McConaughey voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for about a day, I was. I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm going here. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, you're history. not saying yeah. you're
1: not saying no to that. Yeah. Um, and then you flipped in a car.
0: Yeah. Uh, my like one of my childhood best friends was. Uh, his family owned like, a car dealership, so they had a bunch of like, just tons of like toy cars, essentially yeah. of just like things they could mess around in, and they had like a version of like a no doors, no windows Jeep, mm-hmm. um, and they had a ton of land. So we were in like eighth grade, and and we just there were no rules in this family's household. Like, I don't, yeah. they had a dirt bike track, and they had a tennis court and skate park, and like everything there, yeah. and ton of farmland. So we would just uh, like take the cars out. We this is a bad. We it could have been so much worse. He had a little brother that was around my little brother's age and at this time they're probably like five or six years old, our brothers. Yeah. And my brother's a freshman in high school now. So I was I was in eighth grade, so I could probably do the math if I felt like it. But yeah, my brother was eight. No, seven. Okay. Okay. And we tied like a tube, like a tubing tube for like a boat to the back of this car and just like let it go on the grass. And we did this for like an hour. And like, finally I was on it and like my friend took a turn too wide and I started swinging a tree was coming at me and I was like, oh shit. So I dove off of the thing, but then I realized after the day's ordeal, which is what happened later was we were just driving around and I was driving, which we didn't tell anyone at the time because it was like for insurance purposes, I had my seatbelt on, he didn't have a seatbelt on and we were at a part where you to like make a hard turn. And also keep, like, the tires and, like, the rivets. Yeah. And I guess it just came out. I mean, I had never been behind the wheel of anything. I was 14. I was in eighth grade. And we flipped. We flipped, like, multiple times. And my friend wasn't wearing a seatbelt. and there's no roof or anything. And he got shot out of the car. I smacked my head on, like, the metal roll cage. But he shot out of the car. So now there's, like, all this dust and stuff. And I, like, kind of become aware. And I just hear him be like, Tim, Tim. And I get up. And I was like what just happened? Like, yeah. And he just starts yelling help. And I was like, what? And I go around to his side of the car and his arm is stuck under the (laughs) roll cage. And like, it's grass. If that was concrete, he might not have an arm today. Oh my god. So I like, I, I'm rattled and I'm trying to like, he's tiny too. He's like this big and I'm trying to like get this car off of him. I'm like, I can't like, so I couldn't do it. I run up to his house, which is like a half mile away. And I run inside. I just start screaming everyone in the family's names like Pete's trapped under the car. And I run back down but because they have to like go a long way to drive down there. I end up beating them back down and I got the car. Like I just put everything into it under the roll cage and I, I got it like an inch off, like, you know, leaned off the ground so that he could slide it out. And then I went back to pick up his phone and, like, the GoPro and stuff we had, and he had 911 dialed on his phone. He just didn't hit call yet. I was like, my life would have been over. I think for a while, we, like, his siblings knew because his brother would make fun. He's like, yo, us knew whatever part that got broken, but I don't know if we ever told his parents. And none in that family will ever hear this. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's now on the internet forever. But then at the end of the day, I was like, we did a lot of dumb shit that day, and nothing bad actually came out of it. Like, he he didn't even yeah. break it, technically. I like, was going to say, did he break
1: his arm? He had to get, like,
0: a soft cast. Okay. if it was, like, concrete, that arm is yeah. gone, but it was grass. It, it just kind of got shoved down into gosh. the mud. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy eighth grade. Time I was, in my life. Jeez. <laughs> Getting yeah. behind the wheel of a car for no reason. Oh, um, my gosh. Okay. What are your, your two truths in the lie?
1: Okay. um, I... My first time flying on a plane was my junior year of high school. I... Have done four semesters at CU. Okay. But haven't graduated. Okay. And the last one is I have met Kobe Bryant.
0: Okay. Unless you're trying to trick me on the number of semesters you've done at CU, I'm pretty confident you did semesters at CU. I think plane's a lie.
1: Nope, the CU semester. CU? Yeah, how many have you done? I've any? done three I semesters. Hearing, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing you're supposed that was to. It, that was a little tricky, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I I thought, like, I was trying to think, yeah. like, all right, did he fly to a race like yeah.
1: sophomore year or something like no. that? No, yeah, and junior then, year was my first time well, on, on, a, on a plane going to Foot Locker Nationals. Okay. So, um, and then I have met Kobe Bryant at the SBs. Now,
0: I was gonna, I assumed it was like Gatorade Award, SBs, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. had to have been that because yeah. I know, like, I know a bunch of people who won Gatorade stuff and. And had got to go to the SBs and that's when they met Kobe. So yeah. i was like, all right, we're good there. Yeah. But um Damn, yeah. that's crazy How yeah. was I mean, how long did you get to talk to Kobe for? He was actually really Kobe nice yeah. yeah, yeah, he was
1: actually really nice I, I just, I've only heard amazing yeah, Like, I went up to him, asked him for a photo And he was, like, super kind And, uh, yeah, like, in the same time I went up to Kevin Love and asked him for a photo yeah. And it just blew me off Really? And I was like, wow. Kobe Bryant You'd
0: think Kobe would be like, get the fuck out of exactly, here Like, yeah. Kid. Yeah. like no yeah. one wants to talk to you I know, yeah, I was like, Kevin, you yeah. should be happy I'm asking
1: yeah. for a photo yeah. <laughs> Who asked Kevin Love for photo? I know, anymore? yeah <laughs> um Damn, but Kevin yeah Love was,
0: seemed like a nice guy that's uh yeah
1: so oh well all
0: right well, i'll give you one last question who's the most famous person that you've met from running that
1: isn't mike tyson um that's a good question i mean or kobe bro like i you know it's funny that i say this but like i technically have met usain bolt that's cool um it was like my junior year of high school i ran the dream mile which yeah, used to be yeah. at icon stadium yeah, in new york yeah. I and, was
0: so mad as i got older when they moved that out of there yeah. i was like i'm from 45 minutes away this yeah. is I want right now like,
1: and uh he was at that meet and like that. yeah like i like i i didn't have an interaction with him so i feel like i maybe i can't count that but like we were in like the same area and like warm-up area and like you know like i would walk by him and like acknowledge him and yeah. like he Made eye contact with me. I'm sure like young runner you was like, oh my God. No, like, exactly. Usain so Bolt. I right? want to say Usain Bolt. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's probably cool. him. What
0: about distance runners? Who's your, like, yeah. is there one guy that's on that pedestal for you that not even met, but I mean, he was like cool. your guy of all time?
1: I mean, it'd be really cool to like sit down with Ellie Kipchoge. Oh, yeah. That's um, it too. Just, he's just so wise and an amazing runner. And uh, yeah, it's just a legend. So probably him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, growing up, I feel like I looked up to, you know, a lot of, like, I looked up to Centrowitz and a lot of other people, but I've now met them. What's
0: that dynamic like where now, you know, those guys, like, that yeah, what's the saying? Idols turn to rivals? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No, I that mean, like? Centrowitz and I are definitely not rivals. I wish
1: I was that good. Um, but Are you going to pull out and be like, Jacob's my rival now? No, yeah, no. Are going to yeah, drop no. that? Yeah, no, no. Um, But yeah, it, it, like, I, yeah, like, I think it's really cool to be in the same race as those guys. But it's also like, I think a lot of those races are like, just, you know, he's an Olympic gold medalist. Like he reached the pinnacle of the sport. So it sometimes feels like it's like, yeah, I might run. I know him well, but it's it's
0: a weird dynamic when you're like that appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm
1: super grateful for what, that centric is done for the sport, yeah. you know. Like he won a medal for the USA, in yeah. a gold instance, medal. It's like what nineteen oh six, yeah, or, like or whatever it was. Whatever yeah,
0: crazy. That's even like I feel like that's probably an important part to. it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, or or difficult to juggle is like I gotta beat these guys, but at the same time I gotta like totally appreciate. Even like young Tim would be like, "Holy shit, you sit on the couch with Drew Hunter right now." Yeah. Like that's yeah. the dude that won pen. Holy shit, that's, no. that didn't win pen, but one pen. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. awesome man. Well. I think that does it.
1: Sweet. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun.
0: Awesome. Sweet.